are listening to the podcast Magic and Myths. Hello and welcome to Magic and Myths. Today we're going to be talking about the other random stuff that Heracles did. This is actually one of my first episodes that I'm actually recording while an episode is out. So that's nice. Anyway, let's get into the episode. So, if you remember in the last episode, we finished up the 12 main labors of Heracles. But those are only the main things, and Heracles is still alive. So let's get into what he did after those. So, a while after Heracles finished his labors, he was going looking for a new wife. Because he was lonely now, didn't have anything to occupy him. So, luckily enough, the king of Oceania, Eurystheus, was bringing a contest to actually get his daughter married. And what he did was he said that he would give her to the person who could best him and his sons in archery. Now, Heracles is very good at archery, but he also has a bow that never misses. So, it's kind of hard not to win. And when the time came for the prize to be given, Eurystheus, another Eurystheus, again, there's like three now. There's the Eurystheus, that's king of Tyrians. There's Eurystheus. Oh. Eurytus, okay. They're very close, ugh. Eurytus, okay, it's Eurytus. Every time I mention Eurystheus, it's actually Eurytus. I'm just so used to hearing Eurystheus. Anyway, so Eurytus denied Heracles Ioli. And his excuse wasn't that Heracles had cheated, because, I mean, the bow was a gift from the gods, so he can't really say that. But he beat all of the scores. But because he had gone into a fit of rage and murdered his wife and children, it's not a great reputation. So Eurystheus denied him the prize. It's on account of he was afraid that if they had any children, and they ended up having any his daughter, and Heracles ended up having any children, Heracles would go crazy and kill them all. I mean, it is a very, it's a pretty good point. But it's very rude because he can't just go around saying, oh, I'll give it to anyone who can best me and my son's in archery. But then when someone does, he just comes up with an excuse not to give it to him. That, that's word, bad. But his uh, older son told him that he should do it, but he didn't really care. 
And then a while later, a large amount of the cattle in Ochilia, Ishalia, well, disappeared, and the king, Eurytus, suspected Heracles, thinking it was like an act of revenge, and his son was so convinced it wasn't, he went over to Heracles, who at the time was living in Tyrans, and asked him if he had stolen the cattle. And so, in some... In some stories, Heracles got so angry that he just picked up the son, the king's son, and threw him out the window. In others, he says, he leads him to a big window, and he says, look around all these fields, do you see any sheep? And then the son, the prince says no, and he says, okay, now get out of here. And he just pushes him out the window. I personally like that one better. It, it, sound, it sounds so much funnier. Like, imagine someone asks, oh, did you take something? And then they you show them, like, it's like, oh, did you take my, for example, book? Then you open your bookcase, and you're like, uh, do you see your book here? And they're like, no. And you say, okay, get out of here, and you shove them into their into your bookcase. It's a weird thing. But it works very well in the story. And then... He basically got tainted again because he murdered. And so he went... And he went to the Oracle of Delphi. And the Oracle of Delphi still wouldn't tell him. And he picked up the tripod of the Oracle of Delphi. And he started running around, chasing the oracle, or the Pythia, actually. The oracle isn't, the oracle is actually the area, but there's a name for the person that actually speaks the prophecy. And in the oracle at Delphi, it's a Pythia because of the python. We'll get to that later. Anyway, so, after that, he went. And Apollo had to intervene. And then Zeus had to intervene. Because Apollo got so angry, he started trying to fight him. So Zeus intervened by throwing a lightning bolt in between them, separating them. After that, Heracles got his prophecy saying he had to sell himself into slavery. And in the end... One person ended up winning. And that is the second story. Okay, so where we left off, Heracles had to sell himself into slavery, which is normally a thing they would do to women or people that were captured in wars. And the highest bidder was actually an, a queen of Lydia and is actually it ended up becoming a very big thing so he had to serve her but she made him serve 
her in a very weird way. So basically what she did is she forced him to wear what was in the Greek times or the ancient Greek times, basically a maid outfit. Like, so like he's wearing a dress or something. Like it's not a male's outfit, it's more of a female outfit. And half the time they would actually swap clothes. So Heracles would be wearing Omphile's clothes and Omphile would be wearing Heracles' clothes. And actually, it ended up becoming a relationship. Really, like a big relationship. But he was still her slave, but it became a relationship more of. Then, afterwards, he had to do many things for her. And in one of them, he had to retrieve the two thieves and troublemakers in general. Who were the... Hang on, I forgot. Hang on. Okay, let's see. The Sarasopes, or the Saracopes. Now, these were two monkey-like people like short doors that were known for causing trouble. And they would go around and they would cause trouble and Heracles was tasked with capturing them. And he did. And he was carrying them tied up on his back. And they were looking at him and they could see his back. They were on his back and they started laughing. And Heracles asked them why they were laughing. And they said, well, now we know why in some versions, they say, well, now we know why our mother said, beware of black bottom, because they didn't have much protection. So in the end, uh, Heracles had been walking around so much under the hot sun that his actual, one way of putting it is posterior, is like tan black so much because they don't have any protection against the sun like that. And so they're laughing at it. And then Heracles actually thought it was funny. And so he was so happy, he let them go. As long as they promised not to do anything. More in her kingdom. In Omphile's kingdom. After a while, um, they he was released from slavery. He had made up for it. And then he actually married his second wife. His actual second wife. Because in the original, he was supposed to be... He was about to be married to Aeoli, but 
he wasn't allowed to. But in the end, he did end up finding a wife, a second wife, or a third wife if you count Umpule. Most people don't. And then, so what happened was he found a woman he wanted to marry. Her name is Dianera. And, well, his, really, like, her parents were completely fine with that. Except for the fact that a river god, okay, Aeolus, had been promised her hand in marriage to keep him from flooding their kingdom. Oh yeah, she's a princess too. Forgot to add that. So then, he basically wrestled the centaur. Like, he takes the form of a centaur. Or a kind of centaur. It's more of like a minotaur centaur thing. It's like a bull. It's like a minotaur, but in the shape of a centaur. It's like a bull's body. But where the neck should be, there's a human torsos. And then it has, like, bull horns and a beard. And basically, what happened was Heracles, or Heracles, actually grabs one of Alcheolus's horns. And just snaps it clean off his head. In the end, he gets uh, Alceolus to submit. But that horn that he, that was severed from the river god's god's head is actually now known as the Horn of Plenty, the Cornucopia. This would let him stream clean water and fruits and vegetables and everything. Everything you needed, food, like food and water and everything, to help them. And then, that's how it happened. And during the wedding feast, I'm pretty sure, he had a young boy who was pouring water for Heracles, spilled water on it. Heracles' hands. And as an instant reaction, Heracles swatted the boy. It's like an instant reaction, like one of those reactions when something happens, then you quickly do something. And one, this is how strong Heracles is by now. One hit from Heracles' hand Killed the boy. Now, the boy's parents, the king and queen and everything, they're perfectly fine with it because it was an accident and they understand that. But Heracles didn't like that he had done that. So he decided to take the usual penance for murder, leaving the being banished from the area. Now imagine what happens with Dianera. So basically, this big, like, warrior walks up and asks for your hand in marriage. He literally 
goes and defeats the uh, river god to get it. And then, like, any hope, and then when they finally have hope, like, oh, this could be nice. And then immediately, as soon as they're, like, eating, he accidentally kills someone. And even though everyone's done it, like, he immediately leaves the country. And because Diana is his wife, she has to come with him. And basically, he's, she's basically, this guy walks up, asks to marry her, defeats a river god, marries her. Then just leaves the country and takes her away from her homeland. And it's like just such a quick end. Like he goes in, he fights someone, he marries her. Then he goes out and they never come back to that area. <laughs> so, and at one point... When Dianera and Heracles are kind of walking, I guess, he is, they're come across a river, and Dianera doesn't want to get her dress wet, basically. And a centaur nearby actually ferries people across the river for a decided fee and so Heracles crosses the river and he tells this centaur who's actually named Nessus yes Nessus he decides to like uh, he entrusts he pays Nessus to carry her across and when he's going, Nessus decides, oh, this person looks nice. I think I'll, like, I'm going to steal her. And uh, then, so he grabs her and he starts just running away. And Heracles hears her cry, Dianera's cries. And he, without just thinking, he pulls out an arrow, knocks back and shoots and hits the centaur. Dead center. And the centaur, because the air was lined with hydro poison or hydro blood, the centaur's dying. Basically, he starts to die. And he says, "Quick, before we I die, if you ever feel like uh, that your husband is unfaithful." Give this, like, uh, give him a shirt in few, like, uh, mixed with my blood, lined with my blood, because it's a powerful love potion, which, which it was not. First of all, it was mixed with hydro venom. Second of all, centaur blood is highly acidic. In some, in some actually, not all of them say so. But I definitely think it's meant to because there's multiple other sources that outline this. And then 
in the end, after a while, Heracles actually ends up becoming, like, he comes back to his homeland, Thebes, and becomes a general like his father, like his uh, stepfather, technically. What's his name? And I forgot. That was a long time ago. Anyway, so he posts, uh, not posts, uh, but he basically, he's a general there. And when he's coming back from a war party in, let's uh, say this very nicely, it's the, he comes back with a, from a war party. And he sends a messenger ahead, telling her that like he's coming back, and uh, prepare for a ceremony. And it's not just any like country; it's the same country where Ioli uh, lives, like the person he tried to marry before. And Dianera is aware of this, and she remembers what Nessus told her, and so. She thinks, oh, he's going to marry. What's her name? Ioli, because uh, he still wants to marry her. And so she, thinking quick, she actually did take the blood, by the way. And so she spreads it on her shirt. And when Heracles eventually puts it on, by the way, he wasn't actually planning on saying. Like, uh, marrying Ioli. <coughs> <coughs> but he and he was actually planning on sacrificing her to Zeus. In some stories. But it's like a... Like, it's funny. But she thought so. And as soon as he put on the shirt, the centaur blood mixed with hydra venom sticking to his skin, burning him. And eventually, he's so agonized, he runs away. He asks his son to literally get, like, he asks his son with Dianera, his, like, the son he had with Dianera, to go get his wife so he can do what she did to him, basically bring her down with him. He knows it, it was her, because... She's the one that gave him the shirt, basically. And so his son is so scared. And he goes to Dianera. And Dianera says, I've killed an innocent man. And she hangs herself. So basically what their son had to go through is that he watches his dad... Like, cursing. Pulling, trying to pull off a shirt that's, like, sticking to his skin. Burning through it. And he's, like, peeling off flesh. And you can see, like, muscle inside. Alright, this is... Okay. Anyway. So you can see all this stuff. And... Then his father's, like, cursing. And telling him to go get his... Mom. And he goes to his mom... And his mom says, I've killed an innocent man. 
and she hangs herself. So he has to watch his father dying, cursing, telling him to get his mom, like, uh, to get him this kid's, like, he tells his son, the son has to watch his dad dying, get his, tell his son to get his, the same kid's mother, so basically he can kill her, and he goes, and he's so scared, and he goes to his mom, and his mom says, I've killed someone who's innocent, and hangs himself, so he has to watch his dad die, dying, and cursing, and wanting to kill his wife, and then he has to watch his mom hang himself, herself, so, like, it's pretty chaotic, and then Heracles can't stop the agony, so to stop it, basically, he walks up, and he has people grab, like, uh, to build a pyre, and he, basically, like, like, he goes to a mountain, and anyone who passes by, he's like, hey, hey, can you build this, basically, and then once they do, he's like, okay, good, then he lies down, and he's like, okay, now light it, and they're like, wait, what? And then one guy actually ended up, like, saying, and then he's like, wait, what? No, I don't want to uh, burn you. Why would I? You're a great hero and stuff like that. And, well, then he actually ends up getting, he's like, okay, listen, if you, if you do this for me, you can take my bow that never it never misses and it won me a wife so that would be great like it would have won me a wife so it would it's great for you and then he's like okay and he immediately just sets fire to the pyre and heracles burns to death and zeus and hera and all of the gods agree to let him come up and become a god Oh, by the way, the guy that got the bow, his name is Phil. Philoctetes. And in the Heracles movie, he's actually mentioned with, like, a bunch of random stuff that is not very... It's not even funny. Like, first of all, Philoctetes is a human. Second of all, he doesn't train humans. He doesn't train heroes... Or anything. And also, he's not there that early in the story anyway. The Disney movie is really inaccurate. There's a YouTuber that actually highlights this. Uh, I can't remember the link now. But basically, it's like all of these things that the Disney movie did like. That's very inaccurate to the myth. And a few other things. And then, yeah, and that's all we have for today. Thank you for listening, and bye. This has been Magic and Miss, and this was actually the first time I've ever tried putting a break in between parts of the story or anything, and I hope you liked it. There are actually multiple bloopers in the making of this video, and I decided to show them to you. Enjoy!
so if you remember in the last episode we finished off the less the last hair labors Ugh. okay now that we have finished a break we will get on to the next myth our heracles had been in had had to in was magic and myths this is a podcast of no production company the sources for today was not the oi mythology because they didn't have anything so mostly wikipedia sources and other things like just just this website called mythology thank you for watching and bye